Welcome to this episode of the award-winning Best of the Left podcast. This is a sample of our bonus content that, generally speaking, only members get to hear. You get to hear just a little bit of it to give you a taste. Every two weeks or so, our crew of researchers, Dion and Aaron, and Amanda and myself, of course, get together for a roundtable discussion. We talk for about an hour on a variety of subjects, sometimes related to recent episodes with some background information, some some additional ideas that came up during the research process, or whatever happens to be on our minds, and then the members get to hear that, and the reviews have been all raves. People love these, and I have been struggling, I think, to convey in words, you know, a description that does justice to these bonus episodes. So here I go. I'm going to try again. You know, when you see something like a rainbow or the purity of a child's smile, that's pretty much what our bonus episodes are like. So here's a free sample of about 15 minutes for you so you can know what all the fuss is about. And inevitably come to the conclusion that, you know what, it's probably time to sign up for a membership. More and more, and this was already happening, but it's just, it's on a trajectory now. Health insurance companies are trying to act like your doctors and getting really deeply involved in your care, plus surveillance technology. So we got this fun combination of Already having the health insurance company be way too involved, and obviously they can deny or approve coverage, but now we're getting to the next level. And then also we're living, as we've been talking about recently, in this tech surveillance state, and all companies are looking to adopt technology to help them cut costs, and that is infringing on our privacy at the healthcare level. I've experienced everything from calls from my insurance company telling me, you know, do you really want to get that MRI at the hospital that you go to that has all the specialists that know exactly what your disease is and how to understand it? Do you really want to go there? Because you could go to this crappy little place down the street and save us. I mean, they don't say it this way, but they what they mean is you could save us a lot of money if you would go to the crappy place down the street, please. And they call me, you know, middle of the day. Hey, just wanted to let you know that there are options. Well, yeah, I know. You don't know anything about my medical condition. So you shouldn't really be suggesting that I do anything, but yet they feel completely within their right to call and tell me where to go to receive my health care. Additionally, there are these nurse hotlines, which have become popular in the last few years, where, and this is really my favorite because it sounds great, right? It sounds like you're paying for health insurance and they're also providing this amazing service, 24 hour line where you can just call a nurse and get her advice or his advice on what you should do when you're feeling bad and you might go to the ER. And isn't that such a convenience? You don't even have to leave your house, but the entire business of nurse lines is about saving the health insurance company money. It is not about saving the patient money. And here is how I can literally prove this to you. (laughs) I looked up one of the contractors who provides this service to healthcare companies because, you know, United Healthcare isn't creating their own registered nurse line. They're contracting out to a business that does this, right? And so on the website for one of these contractors, the very first thing that it says in big letters on its homepage 
is many insurers and health plans can benefit from nurse advice line services to minimize member cost. So that's not minimize costs for members, that's minimize member cost, as in the cost of the member to the insurance company. And, you know, to be completely fair, like later on, they mention making sure that members get the most appropriate care. And so I guess that's somewhat compassionate, but that's obviously not the top concern. This is a B2B service. They are trying to help health insurance companies with their bottom line. And that is everywhere on the website, including under a a section that says we are able to address up to 80% of all concerns with home care. And we have found that 90% of ER visits are unnecessary. And so I can't speak for this company and say that they're telling their nurses to tell people not to go to the doctor, but it's certainly encouraged. (laughs) If the whole ethos of a contracting company like that is we think everything, almost everything can be done at home and people really don't need to go to the doctor, then there is going to be a culture of making sure these nurses guide people in a direction to not go to the doctor. And I personally think that that's pretty dangerous when these nurses cannot check your blood pressure, check your pulse, see you in person. There's a lot of reasons for when you're feeling like something's off to go and see someone in person. And so the other thing that disturbed me is that under their section that says reduce unnecessary ER visits bullet, they say reducing the unnecessary cost of members is the top priority of health plans. Well, at least someone's fucking saying it. It is not to make sure people get the best care. It is to make sure that they don't spend too much money and that they make a profit. So, I mean, I'm sort of relieved to just like see it being told like it is. And the next iteration of this is that medical device companies and health insurance companies are now working together. And Jay, I think we have a clip. This is from the podcast, An Arm and a Leg, about the complete disaster that is our healthcare system in America. Eric Umansky snores really, really loud. He's got sleep apnea. That's a condition where your throat closes up while you sleep. It makes your breathing actually stop and start. And it causes snoring. It's this really annoying thing. It means you're tired. Turns out not to be the best for your health. Yeah, it can contribute to high blood pressure, heart problems, diabetes. Also, snoring, not great for a marriage. Eric has had to spend some nights on the couch. Fortunately for him, there is a machine that treats sleep apnea. It's not very complicated. It just basically blows air in your face. It's called CPAP for Continuous Positive Airway Pressure. It just like literally just like blows the air so uh, your airways stay open. He's had one for like 10 years and he thought the mask was wearing out. Maybe it was getting old or uh, uh, things were changing. But my wife actually was constantly um, complaining that uh, I was snoring through my mask. He called his doctor. Doctor said, could be the mask. We'll have the supplier send you a new one. And we may need to change the settings on the machine. And that used to be a real pain. You had to wait for a technician to come to your house. It's like the cable guy coming by. Are you going to be home between 12 and 4 or whatever? And they said, listen, there's this new thing we can do. You're going to love it. We're going to have the supplier send you a little cellular transmitter that plugs into the machine. And then we can update your machine remotely. We're never going to have to send, like, you know, Rod, the cable guy, over to change your settings. And I was like, well, that's awesome. So great. 
Transmitter arrives, a wireless modem. Eric plugs it in. But he doesn't get the mask. It's supposed to come in the mail, but it doesn't. So I call them up and I say, listen, what's up? I didn't get the stuff that uh, is on my doctor's prescription. And they said, oh, yeah. Um, Well, that's because you haven't been compliant. And I was like, well, wait, what? And they said, yeah, well, our records show here that you only use the machine for three hours on Tuesday and for four hours or some such on Wednesday. And I was like, am I allowed to swear on this uh, podcast? I was like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? And they were like, well, yeah, you know, our um, the wireless modem that we sent you sends back data every night on your sleep. And what we're seeing is you're not using the equipment as needed. So the insurance company is clearly going to reject this claim. My head basically exploded. And I was like, so let me get this straight. You guys are spying on me without telling me, right? There was no disclosure. You are in turn using that to deny me medical benefits that my doctor says I need and that the reason I can't use the machine is because I need this thing that that you guys aren't giving me. And the baby one was basically like, yeah, that's right. (laughs) As we know, technology arrives promising conveniences. (laughs) This is literally what we just learned. And only after the fact, after the convenience has worn off, do we realize what they're actually interested in. And, And this was an amazingly perfect example of that in, in a world we don't often think about. I mean, like Amazon Alexa's listening to us, we're getting targeted ads, those are the things that get talked about all the time. And we just have this one other clip, same show, same story. And the doctor in question pretty much has the same techno optimism that is infecting the executives over at Amazon. The week I talked with Marshall and Eric, I got a CPAP machine. Because like Eric, I, I snore really loud and it has driven my wife nuts for years. And it turns out I've got sleep apnea, like pretty bad. But having read Marshall's story, I kind of had my guard up through the whole process, which was awkward. My doctor was super nice, and she let me record some of our conversation. We have the software to download the data from those machines, so we can access it. So we know what you're doing at night. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. It's not a bad thing. It's good. Uh, I'm doing a story, actually, with these CPAP machines and these people from ProPublica did this story and they were like, my CPAP machine is spying on me. Yeah. Unfortunately, many insurers want that data from us to show that you're using it. Because if you're not, to them, it's a complete waste of time and money (laughs) to give you a a $2,000 machine that you stick in a closet. (laughs) So they want proof of use. And that's what that's for. But more importantly, it's actually for you, too. Because what we find is that data, when people have access to it and they can see what they're doing, it really makes people use it better. Now, is somebody sitting here and looking at your data day after day 
absolutely not. We don't have the time to do that. Other than that, nobody really cares. We're not visually seeing anything that's going on. All we're looking at is breathing patterns <laughs> and apnea numbers. I don't know who else is interested in that, but uh, that's what we, we are interested in. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, other than the insurance companies who are going to decide whether or not to grant you the privilege of health care, no mm. one cares. No, so what's, what's the big deal? Who cares if we're collecting every breath you take? <laughs> oh, it's not that clip is insane. <laughs> I know. I know. And what kills me is in that clip, the host of the show got totally duped. He was like, oh, she's so nice and just fell for it. And, I, and that killed me because this guy is like, doing an entire podcast about how crazy the healthcare system is, but he was definitely not aware of the tech surveillance side of it, you know? I'm trying to not use the the words insane and crazy as much as po- as possible. I mean that literally. That that clip, that doctor, she said, number one, she said, uh, th- this insurance company giving this device to you, they're not giving it to you. You're paying money into a system that is supposed to be used for specifically this, and they're giving it out of the the goodness of their hearts, I guess. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. since they're spying on you and decided that you aren't doing what mommy and daddy said you're supposed to do, you don't <laughs> get this gift anymore. Yeah. That's, yeah, the yeah. laughing got me. Yeah. You know, it's so funny <laughs> that you would be concerned about giving that kind yeah. of data. What could possibly yeah. be wrong with that? Right. Don't worry about it. Way back in the conversation about CPAP machines spying on people, there was a phrase that was uttered that made light bulbs go off over all of our heads, I think. And it was the idea of the CPAP user being non-compliant in his use of the CPAP machine, which in a sort of bizarre turn (laughs) relates to previous conversation we were having about gender identity. Mm -hmm. But I think what it gets at is a larger lens through which to see so many of these systems of power, systems of control. They're not dystopian systems of control because they want to control you and your personal life like a puppet exactly just when it's profitable for them. They don't really care about you or your humanity or anything else about you or controlling your every minute movement until you start to engage with the economic sphere. And then they are very excited to control you in a way that is profitable for them. And the way they do that is through systems of compliance, carrots and sticks that work in innumerable and usually hidden ways. And as we learned in the episode we just played about surveillance capitalism, the way they hide them is by hiding them behind conveniences. They show you the convenience with a big billboard and hide the manipulation behind that. And so there were a couple of books that that we all read a sort of summary of that we thought would be useful to this conversation. The first I want to play a quick clip from is called How to Do Nothing, and it is about opposing the attention economy. And this clip, I think it does play into an individualistic framing, 
which we are not big fans of in the face of systemic challenges. But that is it for today's free sample. You can hear the rest of it instantly by signing up as a member. You can do that at bestofleft.com slash support. Or if you're fancying on the cutting edge, no, that's I'm kidding. It's actually easier. If you if you want to sign up through Apple Podcasts, it's right there in your device. Couldn't be simpler. A couple of taps and you're all squared away and all the bonus content will be delivered right into your app. So, you know, if, if you're an Apple podcast person, I'm not personally, but if you are, maybe that'll be up your alley. That That's a brand new thing and you should uh, try it out and let me know how that goes. If you felt like supporting the show right now, your timing would be excellent. I've mentioned in the last few months, for whatever reason, the second quarter of a year is abysmal for podcast ads and we get hit twice because political shows particularly progressive political shows don't generally play well with corporations and they don't like to advertise with us so there's a smaller number of companies even interested in giving us money and then in the second quarter a lot of those uh, go away as well so we have definitely been having the second quarter blues and that makes this a great time to sign up for membership even maybe like a yearly membership which will give us a nice boost year after year after year as your memberships renew in these abysmal second quarters. So if you were looking for another reason why now in particular would be a good time to pull the trigger on that, now you have it. Thanks as always, of course, for your support of the show in whatever form you give it. And we'll be back with regular episodes soon. Mm-hmm.